What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen back here in the SD Prep Insider Studios. Football is so, so close at the time of recording this. Football will be starting later this week. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, football is already back. I know the man on the other end of the Blast Radius Coffee Hotline is excited. His name is Aiden Calvert. He's the running back slash jack of all trades for Modern Day Catholic. Aiden, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing pretty well. Hey, your summer has been pretty busy. You've been in and out of San Diego uh, on a, visits to schools. Tell us what the whole recruiting process has been like for you because you've now picked up four offers. That has to feel pretty awesome. Yeah, it feels real great. I mean, I'm blessed with this opportunity. Um, recruiting process, is, it's been long. Um, it's all new to me. You know, coming from baseball and uh, not playing football until really high school and getting into it um it's a whole new process for me and my dad my family so but it's really cool really cool now regardless of of big school small school or anywhere in between it's got to just feel pretty awesome to at least get that first offer and have some coaching staff out there kind of validate all the hard work that you put in and be like hey look you have at least a shot to go to the next level Oh yeah, definitely. Um, when I first got that, when I first got the offer from uh, Army, that phone call was just amazing. I, I, I was I was at a loss of words. And it, it was just, it was really cool. It was really cool. Any other good funny stories about when or how you got the offers, or was that Army one the one that really sticks out in your memory? Uh, Army one is probably the the funniest one because I was just talking to the coach and I kept choking up on my words, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> You're like, coach is probably like, breathe. You're going to get through this. This is a happy <laughs> moment. This is a happy for all of us. Yeah. Uh, so you are primarily or running back. I, running back is kind of a, a looser term, I feel like, in the high school sense of it because you end up running out of the backfield, pass catching, returning punts, doing yeah. a little bit of everything with someone with your kind of athleticism. But uh, for you, this summer – what has seven on seven been? Because it, that's a sport little subset that has really exploded since myself and, and most of the people listening right now played high school football. What do you take away from seven on seven as a running back? Um, honestly, if I'm being real, please, um, I don't really, I don't really think it's that much work for, or doesn't do much for running backs. Um, some plays, yeah, I'll, I'll go out for, um, little screen pass or a dart but most of the time I'm pretending to block someone you know no you're you had the same experience that I had when we would do spring football I played fullback and it most yeah. 99% of the plays would be four steps to the right or left and fake block and then every mm-hmm. now and then they do a little waggle and you would get intercepted because they knew if I wasn't blocking it was going to me so I yeah. I, I love talking to a variety of position players because all the linemen we talk to just laugh and go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah there's, there's no pads involved. None of that really counts. Exactly. Let's wait until we start smacking. Uh, and then mm-hmm. some of the people we talk to are like, Hey, this is where I got my first offers. My first really made a name from it. It's just, it's a, it's a very interesting thing kind of learning where it ranks on the spectrum for all the players. So aside yeah. from the, some, the mild boredom that you have, what's the vibe been like this off season for the team? 
Uh, what was that? I couldn't hear you. I said, aside from the uh, mild boredom that you've had on the occasional spring uh, passing league, what's the vibe been like for yourself, for the team, uh, just in all the off-season workouts? What's it been like? Um, it started off a little slow, you know, kind of guys uh, not focusing the best, but I couldn't explain. Um, we turned it up right at the end. So we're about to come to hard this year, you know, vibe practice or fall practice tomorrow so i'm ready for that yeah that's pretty exciting um you guys gotten gear and everything yet uh yes we have okay so any new look this year are you guys still going to be rocking the uh the gold helmets and the blues and whites because i think you guys have some of the cleanest uniforms in san diego (laughs) yeah we we're still rocking the, the blue and the gold but we have a little surprise coming can't say much about it but can you at least Pretty tell us, cool. is, is it going to be a home surprise or, or an away surprise? Away surprise. Okay, so folks, uh, I will pull up the schedule and uh, we'll, we'll, we will play uh, hot or cold maybe with, with him and see uh, which of the games we're, we're, we're going to be able to go check out. Um, before we get to this season, let's just break away from football altogether and help people get to know you a little bit better as a person. And yeah. I like to start with this question because there is no right answer, but yet everybody has the right answer. And that's where's the best Mexican food in San Diego? Taco Del Gordo. <laughs> that's the closest thing to actually being the, the, the actual correct answer. What do you get there? Um, either carne asada tacos, adobada, or some carne asada fries. Those are you, don't, you don't go adobada fries? Ooh, because that, that's my well, choice. I do those occasionally. I mean, that puts me to sleep. I was going to so. say, you, you probably can't do the fries and still stay in game shape. That's more of a lineman choice or, yeah. or, or a post-playing uh, career choice. Uh-huh. Um, what is the most recent show you have binged, or what are you currently making your way through? I just finished Stranger Things last season of Stranger Things that came out. Um, now, now, have you been hooked on Stranger Things from the beginning, or is this a recent thing yeah. that you decided, okay, you've been hooked from day one, so it's one of the favorite shows? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is one video game that you dominate at? Ooh. Um, I'd have to say probably, I mean, it's not really like playing with other people, but Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. That was cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you could only listen to one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? Kid Cudi. That was a quick answer right there. That was a really yeah. quick answer. So, so uh, is that is that a lot of the pregame playlist? Yeah, that. Um, it, I mean, I listen to everything really. I like all, all that, but yeah, pretty much him. What is one class, in, or what your maybe your favorite class in school? Um, I probably go with English. I like to think of myself as a pretty good writer. I oh. like it. That's so, how I get most of my stuff out of me. <laughs> so, uh, are we talking to maybe a future novelist? Is there a like what kind of book would you write if you were going to write one? I don't think I'm going to write a book, but if I were to write one, probably a fantasy one. You know, I like fantasy stories. Okay. Cool. What What do you have a favorite book or a, 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 an author or something like that? I'd probably go with the Harry Potter book. 
Yeah. Were you Those the really were you cool. the kind of kid that would uh, crush it like all in one sitting or like in three days the the day it would come out? It depends on the book too, because the first one I got the first Harry Potter book when I started to read it, and I finished it in like two days. And then others, it take me weeks. It's just interest level and what I was doing. Because I I vividly remember when we got to like the last two books, there would be people who would, you know, it would come out on on a Friday or something like that. They'd come back on Monday looking horrible, tired, beat up. And they'd be like, oh, my gosh, the book was amazing. And everyone would be like, wait, you finished it? That book was like 900 pages. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I drink a ton of coffee, and I lock myself in my room, and I'm done with the book. And they're like, I, I, really, <laughs> you know, I get that maybe that's kind of akin to binging through a series, but I feel like sometimes you, you, you need to enjoy Like, you waited so long for that book to come out. Like, why finish it in two days? You know, it, yeah. take a week to enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. So uh, is there a favorite of the entire series? Um, I'd probably go with the first one. I don't know if that that just sticks with me. Um, probably the origin story and all that is really cool to read about. Have you heard of and or played the sport spikeball? Yes, I have. <laughs> okay, so I have been caught off guard this summer by just finding out how popular and widespread the the passion and commitment to spikeball is in San Diego. So. In a hypothetical scenario where spike ball becomes a, a varsity CIF sport, help me build out the roster for modern day. Maybe like four or five guys on the on the varsity spike ball team for the Crusaders. Uh, probably uh, me, Trevor, Trevor Appleman, um, Alonzo. I saw him playing at the beach, um, and uh, Diego. Yeah. <laughs> and we agree that it has to be a, this isn't a field sport this is a beach sport right yeah it's way more fun on the beach it's mm-hmm. a surprising it's a surprisingly hard workout uh, for anyone that hasn't listening right now that hasn't played before um okay so i'm looking up and down at the schedule coming this season right now and i'm going to keep yeah. guessing at games periodically to find out which one of these is going to be the surprise um but just going top to bottom on this page one of the names that i come across is, is coach joiner and Mm-hmm. there's a lot of coaches out there who I think for myself, the, the interaction that I get is a little guarded. You know, the, they put up the, he, he's the media, give them the, Hey, like everything's good. Cliche answers, kind, polite shortness. But I've always gotten a sense that he's one of the most genuine, like there for you, really good type people. So can you tell us a little bit about what it's like playing for coach Joyner? I mean, it, it's great. Um, he cares about his boys a lot. Um, whenever we screw up, he tells us. Whenever we do something good, he tells us. Um, he's not going to hide anything from us or, and all that, uh, not be fake. You know, he's straight up with us. We have a real good connection with him. Any fun stories or, or, or good stories you can tell or maybe like a lasting memory that you'll have from him? <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, first year, uh, up on varsity uh, my sophomore year it was literally the first day of school and uh, we're running tempos and I jacked up on one of the plays and he's screaming at me he's yelling he's saying quit acting like a sophomore and I'm thinking in my head like it's literally the first day of school <laughs> he's throwing me on the sideline and I'm just like man this sucks 
So you also had mentioned earlier in this interview, uh, you know, uh, uh, baseball being a big part of your youth and growing up. You are also a outstanding center fielder, outfielder, baseball player. Like the same with your football running back. You kind of play wherever and however the team needs you. Um, there was a there was an article that came out in Sports Illustrated last week talking about how right now in the NBA specifically, but in all the pro leagues, a lot of injuries are happening to kids and players younger and younger because of specialization and yeah. never taking a break from jumping on your knees playing basketball because you did AAU and then high school, like all that year-round specialization. So for you, mm-hmm. tell us about why two sports, maybe how that help, how one helps you be better at the other, just why not focus on one, but why be a two-sports star? Um, well, I grew up playing baseball. My dad's a baseball guy. I played um, double-A with the Yankees. And um, he he kind of – he he didn't really push me to play one sport. He, he was a two-sport guy, too, football, baseball. I think he played basketball, too. Um, but he always believed in me wanting to play what I want to play and not – focus on just one sport so I love playing both and I really think it's it's a lot better because you get kind of like a variety of different skills and yeah you're not always hurt playing the same sport over and over the transition though is a little hard uh from football to baseball I feel like because a the lack of contact and b uh, I'm assuming as a running back, uh, your 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 arm does hurt a little bit getting it around to start throwing those first uh, first couple of times out, probably. Yeah, um, well, definitely during the winter, you have to pick it right back up again. That's what I do. Um, I stop baseball during the fall, focus on football only, and then as soon as I get to winter, just working out and uh, getting ready for baseball season. Because, I mean, truly baseball, you have to work on it pretty much every day, you know take a lot of skill to be able to hit that ball hit a round ball with a round bat so is, is pretty there, hard is there is, and, and this is not meant in any way to speak down to or, or 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 belittle football but is there anything in football that is nearly as hard as hitting a baseball um i would say for linemen probably moving a 300 pounder <laughs> definitely <laughs> well let, let me ask but, you, let me ask it this way then what is the most maybe underratedly difficult part of being a running back I mean you, you have a lot of different responsibilities on a lot of different plays and I think people might not realize how you know bang 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 you need to get stuff done or, or at least recognize certain situations so what do you think might be the most underratedly difficult part of your position uh, probably um waiting for a hole to open up you know you're pretty anxious to get the ball and go but a lot of the time holes aren't opening up until five seconds three seconds after you get the ball and they're open for a second so you got kind of wait keep your eyes open have really good vision trying to get through that hole and on time and then you just have to just from there just boom accelerate like a crazy person Okay, so I'm going to read off the schedule here, but if you guys listening right now want schedule talk, you can bounce over to our league preview podcast. But El Capitan uh, at home, then at Grossmont, at Bishops, at University City, home versus Chula Vista, home versus Lincoln, 
at Eastlake, at Olympian, home versus Otay Ranch, and uh, Benita Vista to close out the season. So one of the one of the one of those games, Grossmont Bishops, University City, Eastlake, and Olympian. There will yeah. be a road surprise, as we have teased, to go check out uh, with the jerseys. Um, I, I, I want to ask you, though, about the South Bay and yourself, modern-day Catholic specifically, but all of the teams. It seems like from all the different regions that I talk to, if you had to sort of put San Diego into its, its, its little, you know, the North County, the East County, the South Bay, the, the, the Southeast, like the different areas – it seems like every single year, the South Bay always surprises people. Oh, wow, I didn't know they were going to be good. Oh, I didn't know they were going to be good. But yet every year, you know, if you go a couple years back with Modern Day Catholic and C.J. Verdell and those teams, or, or the last couple years with Eastlake being so standout, yeah. it, it, w- w- I mean, why do you think people just have this kind of misunderstanding about the quality of talent down in the South Bay? I'm honestly not that sure. I mean... South Bay is very underrated. There's so much talent down here, but people just don't recognize it. I mean, we don't get the recognition we deserve. Um, there's so many good athletes, baseball, football, uh, any sport you can think of um, down here. But I don't know if it's because media doesn't cover it as much or what, but no, there's, there's lots of talent down here. Well, duly noted, this is us trying better and harder at yeah. that. Um, the home uh-huh. games you guys got are El Capitan, Chula Vista, Lincoln, Otay Ranch, and Benita Vista. If you had to tell the people out there who have never come to check you out or check out the team before one of those games to come out to on a Friday night, which game would it be? El Cap. Open up the season versus El Cap August 23rd at home. You guys have what I think is one of the most beautiful home setups. I mean, the the sun setting right over the edge of the, the visitors' bleachers on a Friday night. It seems like the band always turns out pretty nicely. The, the crowd's pretty big. Talk to us a little bit about what the home experience is like for you. Oh, that's awesome. You know, get down on the field warming up. There's already people coming, lining up, and – once the game starts, I mean, I don't really notice it until I look back after a play or something, but it's just quick. It's full. It's loud. Um, ASB is doing a great job getting people to the games, and it's awesome. You're going to be wearing uh, number three again this season? Yes, I will. Any specific story behind why number three? Not really. Um, I mean, three's been my favorite number. So is my dad. So kind of like, Kind of got that from him. A little family heirloom, little pass down from generation to generation. That's a story. That's a really good story. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Hey, Aiden, where can everyone follow you on social media so we can find out uh, where you're going to be at uh, for this year and for the next four years? Uh, on Twitter, at Aiden X Calvert. All right. He's going to be wearing number three. It's going to be hard to see him because he's really, really fast. But uh, he'll, he'll slow down once he scores. So you can see him in the end zone. His name is Aiden Calvert. Thank you very much for joining us. Best of luck this season and in the years to come. Folks, we're going to talk to him again in baseball season, so this will not be the last you hear of him. Uh, Also, go check out the road games because apparently there is something cool coming from the modern-day Catholic Crusaders. Football is almost back, or maybe it is back by the time you listen to this. 
That means that we will soon be back with another interview and some teams, all sorts of good stuff. I am Christian Pedersen. The show is SD Prep Insider. Thank you very much for joining us, and we will talk to you guys soon. Thank you.